0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, I'm going to be talking about why sex is not all about sex and not only about sex and kind of doesn't really have anything to do with sex and if you are confused then you need to listen forth that isn't a phrase (laughs) you need to come forth and listen hark and listen or whatever uh before we get to that please do subscribe most recent is on why not to marry somebody who idealizes you the next one will be on whatever the hell i decide at that moment um And let's just dive right in. (laughs) So what um, we're talking about here is when women say that, like, it's all about sex for men. I I had a great podcast in my own estimation about this, about, like, why it's, like, insane to say that it's all about sex to your husband who has, like, children with you and a house with you and vacations with you and deals with your mom and, like, all this other shit. Um, but we can just kind of, you can go back and listen to that one. And, um, but moving forward, I got the most hit or highest, uh, views or whatever on a TikTok that I recently did, which said that, and you should be following me on TikTok by the way. So you should be following me on TikTok because that's where you get a lot of the, uh, initial ideas of things that are later going to be coming out on podcasts. So whenever I have an idea, I'll do it on TikTok or something on my social media, which you should be following, Um, And if you ever want to meet with me individually, you know that you could just follow the links, by the way, in the um, descriptions. If you ever want coaching or therapy, or if you don't want therapy with me, there's plenty of people that uh, work for me that you could have therapy with, too. Um, Or you could be with me individually. There's just so many options for other ways to engage with me. So... Anywho, so the TikTok that I'm talking about said that sex is about intimacy. Like, you can't call yourself a loving wife if you never hug or kiss your husband. (laughs) Like, think about it. There's, like, these women that are like, oh, yeah, I'm totally loving. I just don't like sex. I'm not into sex, I, I, I had gone through menopause, or I, um, you know, um, nursing, well, if you're nursing, you don't have to act loving, I mean, i give you a pass, <laughs> if you're up all night, and all day, and your body's being used as food, then, you know, and he can't wait the, the couple months, or whatever, until you're done, or the year until you're done, not for any sex, like, I'm not insane, but, like, if your husband is also wanting, like, your full attention, while you have a baby under a year old, he's got some shit to work on, so, like, 100% go back to my post I have something about why it's totally normal to not want your husband to touch your boobs when you're breastfeeding not least of which because it like, you squirt out milk but whatever this is an aside but if it's like that your sex drive is going down because you're in perimenopause or menopause or you're in your 40s you're older you're depressed whatever whatever plenty of women are like my sex drive is down but I'm still loving I'm still a loving wife but I don't give hugs, I don't give kisses, I don't cuddle, <laughs> I don't ever touch, and I sh- shrink away from even holding hands or a uh, back rub or, like, anything, anything. Like, he doesn't see me naked, nothing, but I'm still loving. How? Like, how? Like, s- sex is not... About penis and vagina intercourse. Like, you've been doing that with your husband for so long, you think he still thinks it's that amazing? He doesn't. It's the same shit. Habituation happens for men and women. But why he's still gunning for it so hard isn't because it is some new, novel, amazing experience that is transformative. It's because it's intimacy. Being close and touching another human being is intimacy. And Plenty of guys, almost like 90% of the guys that I work with or that anybody works with would calm their ass down and slow their roll about all of their big sexual problems in bed if the woman was more loving on a regular basis, meaning more hugs and kisses and cuddles and touches on the arm when you go past, etc., etc. Would you hire a babysitter who refused to touch your baby no would you would you hire a babysitter that refused to touch your toddler no and if like the first place that your mind goes to is well what if my toddler doesn't want to be touched you're coming at this from an argumentative frame (laughs) that's an oppositional frame of mind because most toddlers want to climb on your lap and read a book they do not want a book read to them at across a table let's say while they are you know uh separated by the slab of the table they want to cuddle and hug and they want to touch you uh your arm and and your face probably i mean toddlers want to like climb all over you and if you had a babysitter that was really really quote loving and baked your toddler a lot of cookies and stuff and read them a lot of books but refused to touch them and worse shrank away when the toddler tried to touch them you would fire that person and if if the next thing you say is my husband isn't a toddler anybody how how do you act when you are by the way sick sad, um, triggered, uh, dysregulated. Everybody, when they are not their best self, acts kind of like a toddler because that's like the basic child brain. That's what they talk about your inner child or like your lizard brain. Like that's basically who everybody still is at their core. So if you never get any intimacy at all, then you are going to feel like a toddler, truly. Like you're going to feel not in control of your emotions, really dysregulated, really like you want to have a tantrum all the time because you nobody loves you so you know you are not getting loved and I don't kind of I always bring back like there's uh the reddit dead bedrooms reddit that a lot of my clients used to tell me about and so I look at it some I haven't looked at it in a long time I assume it's still there but their thing was um the other four are like languages <laughs> meaning that the only one that's a quote love language is physical touch and I it's true, really, you know it's it's the only one, as I've said myriad times that you are not allowed to get from anybody else either by the way, within monogamy. so while you could get words of affirmation or certainly acts of service, you could pay for all that you could get it from friends, gifts, you could buy gifts for yourself you know, or friends can buy you gifts, your kids get you gifts. what you can't do is have sex with somebody else, you know you just can't within monogamy and so. It's really not about sex. It's about what sex means. It's about sex being the only sort of physical touch that is only between the two of you as a couple. And it's honestly, what's so interesting is that with avoidant women, and you could refer back to my Avoidant Wives podcast, they will have sex sooner than they will do the other kind of intimacy. So I have men that are getting penis and vagina intercourse, but they don't get kissed on the cheek. You know, they don't get a hug, they don't get um, any sort of tap on the arm, they don't get cuddling, they don't get holding hands, and they would trade some of the robotic five minute penis and vagina intercourse for Any sort of other physical touch that indicates some sort of intimacy or closeness, because that's really what sex is the proxy variable for is closeness and intimacy. I don't know any men that are not sociopaths that would leave their wives if their wife had like a vagina disorder where she could not have sex, you know, um, as long as there was other intimacy. Just like if a man's penis doesn't work anymore, which happens. You know, uh, when men get older, there are not many women who will leave that man. I mean, you love him. You're going to stay with him, even if he has erectile problems. And a lot of men who have erectile problems, by the way, can't go on Viagra, can't go on Cialis because it it interacts with their other medications. uh, It hurts their heart, whatever. And, you know, they are told not to. So then it's, it's just something they can't do but they could do other forms of physical intimacy like cuddling. And of course, the man can still give the woman an orgasm if she wants to and uh, in any other way go back to my female uh, oral sex on women podcast, you know. <laughs> and um, he could do stuff like that. But what happens sometimes in those situations is that the man gets so depressed that he doesn't get an erection anymore that he just totally stops having sex totally because it just makes him so depressed comparing it to what it used to be. Which is really similar to when women's sex drives go down. The the way that you can have sex and like how not into it you feel it, it's depressing in comparison where it used to be so many so that's why menopause is the death of sex and like depression, anxiety, like anything that lowers your sex drive, antidepressants, birth control. I wrote all these out in myriad posts and whatever. Um, any of these things that decrease female libido. The reason that the it's not like the woman never heard of like giving you a blowjob, but it's like doing anything sexual when you have zero sex drive just like for men if you have zero erection it's like depressing it like makes you feel like dead you know like it makes you feel like like comparing this to what sex used to be is like depressing which is why Sex can drop off for people that are struggling with drive issues of either gender, but it's less likely to drop off entirely if the couple has a strong foundation of physical touch and physical intimacy outside of sex. So if if you have told yourself that you are a loving partner, but you just don't ever touch your partner and they want you to and they've asked you to... How, how are you being a loving partner? You're not you know okay, like there's like a lot of shit that could happen with sex itself, you know, especially for people as they get a lot older and if they're struggling with with disorders like depression and and what have you, but you know if you completely shrink away from any sort of physical intimacy at all and sex then what really does distinguish it from a friendship or not even a friendship because the person that isn't getting touched would have so much bitterness so then you don't feel very friendly he or she doesn't feel very friendly so the the point is that you can't really think about sex as all about sex because there are a lot of older couples where like they don't have sex because let's say the guy doesn't get an erection anymore now this is how it used to go pretty much I, I mean I've been in practice for you know, a kind of a long time, since 2009. And I, I've worked with couples at all ages. And the older couples that I worked with earlier in my career, they just kind of stopped having sex after the guy lost his erection. It wasn't as much Viagra all over the place and stuff like that. And a lot of the guys that lose their erections also do have heart conditions and things like that and are frequently advised not to do that. And um, And or the guy just feels like kind of weird doing it. It, it was new, you know, at that point. So, things have changed now like now like every guy like you know try telling a guy he can't take Viagra (laughs) Like try telling him it'll kill him with his medication most guys aren't gonna listen anyway but um, it used to be different and at that point there was a lot of women who said that sex was totally completely off the table because the guy couldn't get an erection these were postmenopausal women usually so they, they sometimes didn't care that much but what they did care about was that frequently then the guys would stop hugging and kissing them too and i i believe that that was due to that it was sad you know it's sad to hug and kiss your wife and realize that then you can't have sex with her right because you don't have an erection anymore especially if a lot of your sexual identity was predicated on that just like being good at having intercourse you know which it intercourse was was usually the only thing married couples did in, in many prior generations so if you didn't do that if you can't do that anymore because your penis doesn't work it's like very painful and sad to be like hugging and kissing your wife when you feel like then you can not please her in the way that you ought to be able to. And for many women, it's very similar. Like the sex drive goes down and then you don't want any sort of other touch because it kind of reminds you of everything that's gone with your sex drive. You know, like it, it... Like there are some women that are relieved to be done with sex. That's like a whole different topic. But there are many women who had a very sexual identity until they got older and then it just went away and it kind of makes them sad, you know, to try to engage sexually when they don't feel anything even remotely like they used to be like watching your favorite movie blindfolded. You know, you might as well not watch it like that's how you might think and that isn't good for the relationship or for the partnership especially if the other person still wants sex but it's certainly understandable and if you do have like an inkling from listening to this that this might be how your partner feels like that they don't want to have sex anymore or touch anymore because they are sad about their diminution and drive you know then the, and they kind of can't help but compare it and it kind of seems stupid and pointless now because it's so different which it is I mean if you're a woman in the prime of life who has a great sex and then after menopause, you don't have any, it's sad. You know, and I've worked with many women that say that it kind of is just not... It's just kind of depressing, you know, to have sex at that point when you kind of don't feel anything remotely like what you used to. So, so people can get over this again, especially not over it like they're going to start having like sex all the fucking time or whatever, but they can get over it to the point of continued intimacy if they have a strong foundation of non-sexual physical touch. Which again, to bring it back to the whole thing that we're talking about you cannot be really in a loving partnership unless neither of you has a physical touch love language and then I guess it's more like a friendship. But if at least one of you does, you know, then you can't just never ever even hug or kiss or or cuddle with your partner and say that you're still loving in other ways because they don't care just like a toddler wouldn't care about how on top of it his babysitter was with like nap schedule and, you know, cutting up after the right way, if she refused to hug him or or hold him on her lap, that would not be thought to be a warm, loving babysitter, and instead would be somebody your toddler would find frustrating and upsetting and wouldn't like. All right, so uh, hopefully this was interesting as a different sort of perspective. That's what I try to do in these is uh, open up a different way of looking at things, and I will talk to y'all soon. Bye-bye.